So welcome or welcome back to our continuation of Srimad Bhagavatam, 12th Canto, chapter number 3. The chapter, Canto is called the Bhumi Gita. And this, uh, yeah, this chapter is, but we've already finished with the Bhumi Gita. Now there's a, a, a description. Uh, we're continuing in the description began last class uh, going through the yugas, what happens in Kali Yuga. And uh, so uh, there was a, a short summary of going through the, the qualities, the characteristics of the different yugas. And then with uh, 31, uh, through 34, we're on 33, so we're in the middle of this section, where there's a further, more detailed description of Kali Yuga. Uh, and so that's what we're going to hear about. And uh, this begins, uh, well, the description of Kali was short, uh, just one in, in text 30. Uh, when there's a predominance of cheating, lying, sloth, sleepiness, violence, depression, lamentation, bewilderment, fear, and poverty. That age is Kali, the age of the mode of ignorance. So first we had this you know, one verse of each age. Now there's this further description of Kali because that's, of course, relevant to our condition. <laughs> Uh, and Vishnu Chakravarti says, now the faults of Kali are described. So 31, it says, uh, because of the bad qualities of the age of Kali, human beings will become short-sighted, uh, unfortunate, gluttonous, lustful, and poverty-stricken. The women becoming unchaste will freely wander from one man to the next. 32. Cities will be dominated by thieves. The Vedas will be contaminated by speculative interpretations of atheists. Political leaders will virtually consume the citizens and the so-called uh, priests and intellectuals. That's a translation of Dvija, twice born. Will be devotees of their bellies and genitals, Shishna. Udara, that pair shows up again a little later, <laughs> a little later on. So here we have, now we're up to 33, where they're continuing the description of the age of Kali. <clears throat> so first we'll say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So 33 goes. Avrta Bhaktavo Saucha Bhikshavascha Kutumbinaha Tapasvino Gramavasa Nyasino Tyarta Lulupaha. The brahmacharis will fail to execute their vows and become generally unclean. The householders will become beggars. 
the Vanaprastas will live in the villages and the sannyasis will become greedy for uh, wealth. Uh, 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 avrata. Vrata is a vow, so avrataha. They don't execute their vows. The Bhattava, uh, translated here as brahmacharis, they were, it's a plural noun, Bhattu. Uh, that's the T with the, you know, your tongue curled back, Bhattu, is a boy, lad, stripling or youth. <laughs> Especially, I'm just reading from the dictionary definition, a young Brahmana, but also contemptuously applied to adult persons, <laughs> but not here. So they're talking about the brahmacharis, so they hear this Bhattavaha, the Bhattu. Uh, uh, because any unmarried young man was assumed to be in those days a brahmachari, <laughs> at least a, a twice born. Uh, the brahmacharis will fail to execute their vows and become generally uh, asaucha. Suchi is saucha cleanliness. Suchi, socha, asaucha, unclean. Uh, no bathing three times a day or even once and so on. And then the kintumbinaha, the householders, uh, kintumbinaha, kintumba is a household, uh, will become prone to begging. Uh, householders are uh, uh, supposed to give in charity <laughs> to everybody. Uh, you beg at householders. If you are an authorized beggar, uh, a student, or, or a, a brahmana, I mean, uh, begging is the way of life for a brahmana. That's one way they earn their money, by begging. Uh, that's how they, that's what they do. They go out and they beg. Brahmanas, sannyasis. I mean, you could do little stuff on the side, but that's one of their means of livelihoods. They're listed all the means of livelihood of the various varnas. And, and this is one of them. Uh, so th the brahmanas is, are those who get charity. They live by charity. Uh, so, but now it's the householders who are beggars. They're the ones who are supposed to give in charity. Uh, 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 and then the uh, vanaprastas will live in the villages. Vanaprasta means the forest dwellers. They're not yet sannyasis, but the intermediate stage is where you, uh, you, 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 uh, uh, if you're married with your wife and just go live in the forest now where there's no settled agriculture, no kind of villagey, gossipy life, and you perform austerities and penances, uh, and this is the Varna process. They're supposed to be, you know, really living in the wilderness practically. There's not settled agriculture, there's not, you know, you would do little crops. Mostly you just live off the forest. Uh, this is the Vanaprastas, but they'll stay, still live in the villages. And the sannyasis, uh, they become, uh, uh, well the word here is, they should have actually think, ati uh, arta lolupa. Uh, Lolupa is greedy, Arta for wealth, Ati, very, 
very greedy for wealth. Uh, uh, they're supposed to be uh, you know, living on whatever happens to come of its own accord, practically. Uh, uh, so th they'll get this way. Now there's a there's uh, I'll read the Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's purport. He says. The brahmacharis will not perform their vows and be unclean. The householders will beg and not give in charity. So he puts that there. See, they, instead of giving in charity, they're begging. The vanaprastas will give up the forest and live in the villages and will show off their austerities to the householders. <laughs> Apparently a status thing. <laughs> yeah. And the sannyasis will attempt to hoard money. Greedy for wealth, so they keep it, you know, invest it carefully. Uh, there's a BBT purport, which they go on for a little while. Brahmacharya celibate student life is practically non-existent in the age of Kali. In America, many boys' schools had become co-educational because young men frankly refused to live without the constant companionship of lusty young girls. Uh, also, we have personally observed throughout the Western world that student residences are among the dirtiest places on earth, <laughs> as predicted here by the word asaucha. <laughs> concerning, <laughs> concerning householder beggars, when devotees of the Lord go door to door, distributing transcendental literature and requesting donations for the propagation of God's glories, irritated householders commonly reply, someone should give me a donation. <laughs> householders in Kali Yuga are not charitable. Instead, because of their miserly mentality, they become irritated when spiritual mendicants approach them. What I used to hear was, why don't you get a job? <laughs> in Vedic culture, at the age of 50, couples retire to sacred places for austere life and spiritual perfection. In countries like America, however, retirement cities have been constructed where an elderly people can make fools of themselves by wasting the last years of their life playing golf, ping pong, and shuffleboard, and by engaging in pathetic attempts at love affairs, even while their bodies are horribly rotting and their minds are growing senile. Or senile, I don't say it. This shameless abuse of the venerable last years of life denotes stubborn unwillingness to acknowledge the actual purpose of human life, uh, as is certainly an offense against God. Remember, the, the Varnashram system is meant that you are preparing for your next life. So, uh, actually, you know, getting old is, if that's your job, getting old is not so bad. Because, uh, anyway, renunciation is going to happen to you whether you want it or not. <laughs> you know, at a certain point you start to know more dead people than live people if you're still alive. And, you know, so you can see renunciation is natural at that time. Uh, and if you go with the flow of it, 
Of course, people who don't know anything about the next life, they're trying to stay young and fight time, but it's a battle you're going to lose. The words Nyasino Ati Artha Lolupa indicate that charismatic religious leaders and even those who are not charismatic <laughs> will proclaim themselves prophets, saints, and incarnations to cheat the innocent public and fatten their bank accounts. Therefore, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness is working arduously to establish bona fide celibate student life, religious householder life, dignified and progressive retirement, and genuine spiritual leadership for the entire world. Today, May 9th, 1982, so you can date this purport, in the sensual city of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, which right now is not so sensual anymore, but <laughs> We have awarded Sanyas, the renowned start of life, to three young men, two Brazilians and one American, with a sincere hope that they will faithfully execute the rigid vows of renounced life and provide authentic spiritual leadership in South America. Just a little biographical detail there. So now, uh, let's go on to text 34. Uh, continuing with the description of Kali Yuga. Rasvakaya Maha Hara Burya Patya Gatariya Shasvatkatukabasinyas Chaurya Mayorusahasaha. Women will become much smaller in size. They will eat too much, have more children than they can properly take care of, and lose all shyness. They will always speak harshly and will exhibit qualities of thievery, deceit, and unrestrained audacity. There's no purports to this verse. Uh, Banuswami translates it a little differently. Uh, women will become much smaller in size, will eat too much, have many children, which is just what it says. It doesn't say, just say have many children. Will be devoid of shyness and will be devoid of shyness. They will always speak harshly and will exhibit qualities of thievery, deceit, and unrestrained audacity. So this is the word here, Rashvakaya, having dwarfed bodies or smaller in size. That hasn't happened yet, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, they are supposed to shrink uh, in size but eat too much, maha-ahara. Uh, uh, and buri apatya have many, well, it's offspring. Uh, they say that they can properly uh, take care of. Gata Riyaha lose their shyness. Shasvat Kakutta Basinaha and always speaking uh, harshly uh, all the time. 
uh, and then uh, and then this exhibit qualities of uh, Choria being a thief, a th thievery, a Mayoru, uh, Maya, uh, Maya uh, deceit, and Uru Sahasa, uh, very audacious. Uh, that's what it says there. Um, uh, what's actually happened so far in Kali Yuga is that uh, uh, people have pretty much stopped having children. Uh, 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 what, 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 what's happened uh, actually to the home life is, is that uh, at a certain point, uh, like when I was growing up, women generally stayed at home and took care of the family. And people had three, four, like that, uh, children at that time. The man went out to work and was the bread earner, and the woman took care of the household and, and the children. That hasn't, that's stopped happening. Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, the reason is <coughs> not uh, had anything to do with women's liberation is you needed a cheap labor force and women were there. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> you see in an agrarian economy, uh, the, uh, in a traditional economy that, that we're familiar with in the days of the Bhagavatam, uh, the, the family was not just a unit of consumption, it was a unit of production. So a business was a family business. Uh, it was expected that uh, there would be a, f a, 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 and so the family worked together. Now, this all started to change during the Industrial Revolution. Uh, but what happened was before that, you know, you had you didn't have factories. The family uh, worked together, a little family farm or a family business, and and children became economically productive at about the age of five. They were your family labor force, and they joined in the, the chores and the various things. And if there was a farming business or, a, or, or some kind of buying and selling, still the children all participated in this. So children were an asset. Uh, but now what they are is a very expensive hobby. <laughs> What's your return on the investment? <laughs> But they were an asset, and the 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 the, the children. So so, women had you know you had children. They were an asset, but then as in, things began to industrialize, that broke down, and you the children still wanting to be an asset to the family were set to work in factories where you they weren't being taken care. They were just now factory owned them, and they were being really abused quite a bit. And then, you know, there were reform movements to keep the children out of the factories. But, but uh, this, this, is, this is what, uh, uh, what, 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 what some of the things that begin to change. Uh, 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 and we're, we're still now where the, the, the fa family is, doesn't serve so much of a purpose anymore. The, the, the style of, of, of marriage is serial monogamy, pretty much in this uh, 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 culture right now. So it's, it's, it's quite different. 
uh, uh, and of course people stopped. There was another effect of industrialization is, is before, uh, before the Industrial Revolution, uh, from the statistics that, that that you can you can get now, or researchers have found out when looking at ch you know church records and stuff like that, uh, there there was a high uh, and steady birth rate and a high and fluctuating death rate. The death rate began to go down when when people began to industrialize. Uh, the death rate. This is what the population explosion that people all worried about uh, at one time, because the, as countries industrialized, what what happened in England and America when industrialization stopped, and mostly the death rate went down because of public health. Uh, people started to worry about the water they're drinking, and uh, you know. When you before, when there were people scattered around and living on farms, you had your own natural water supply. You got to start getting into towns and villages, and then there's contamination and cholera and typhus and tetanus. You know the, these different things. So, so the, the the first thing that happened when there was starting to be a little bit of uh, of just public health is the death rate went down and but the birth rate remained pretty high and then that started to go down there wasn't so much contraception in those days but somehow or other people managed to not have so many babies uh, and then uh, once a country was finished industrializing there there was a a, a a low and steady lower and steady death rate and a low kind of somewhat fluctuating birth rate this is what happened uh, and that's when you had the population explosion in third world countries because they were undergoing industrialization later, you know, in India and Africa and all these things. But once they went through it, the, the same demographics took place. I had a course in this in college. <laughs> you could see the future in some ways, you know. People said it's not a problem, this professor said, but everybody was worried about it then. But this is, the, the, this is, uh, this is what happened. And then... Uh, and there was this, this separation of sex and, and reproduction from 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 each other. Now they don't, you know, we want to keep them separate. But before, uh, I remember one time when I was quite a bit younger, I happened to be in a gas station uh, in in Pennsylvania getting a tire repaired, and it was all run by people from from Central America. They're all there, and I'm sitting there waiting a long time while they they fix the car, and. Uh, I noticed sitting next to me are these these kind of girly magazines with Spanish. And I looked down at the thing, and, and it's these women, you know, who are by my standards or by North American standards are very big. I mean, big hips, big breasts, and they're looking. You know, they have no tops on, and they're looking kind of lasciviously at the camera. And then there's a little caption what they're saying. And it says things like this, I want to give you many sons. I want to have your babies, you know? And I thought, my God, <laughs> you, know, you can see these people are still from those days, you know? <laughs> well, that was what you, you didn't turn around and run away. <laughs> anyway, so things change according to, to, to the economics of the situation. So you don't know what's going to happen right now, but that, that's, that's, that's what... Uh, uh, that's what uh, uh, our, 
uh, things are going on uh, on now. But really, if you want to understand family life and all the things that are happening now, look at look at the look at the economics. Uh, that that's usually the key key to what what people are are, are doing and what it facilitates. And, and when when Prabhupada started to talk about wanting to reestablish Vedic culture, he wanted family farms. You start to go back to that kind of uh, that kind of livelihood. Uh, uh, and I think we're going to have to go back down to it. We're going to have to deindustrialize as we see what's happening to the planet because of this this excess. And if you have the if the family again becomes a unit of production, uh, and 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 both and uh, and energy production and food production is as local as possible. Uh, then you can see why having cows and farm, you know, you, you those things would really make sense again it, to, to even just heal the whole ecological system of the world. Because we haven't really been dealing with the consequences uh, of, of industrialization yet. And what people have been doing is just pushing it on for the next generation to worry about. That's the legacy to our future is this is you can solve this problem. We're just going to hand it on to you. So that's pretty bad. And uh, typical of the people in Kali Yuga. Mm -hmm. uh, um, anyway, we'll go on. <laughs> uh, text number 35. Panayasyanti vaikshudra kirata kutakarinaha anapadyapi mamsyante vartam sadujukupsitam. Businessmen uh, will engage in uh, petty commerce and earn their money by cheating. Even when there's no emergency, People will consider any degraded occupation quite acceptable. Panayasyanti, uh, 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 they will engage in commerce. Kshudra uh, Kirata uh, really says petty merchants. Uh, and Banuswami translates that way petty merchants will earn their money by, by cheating. And I'm not sure what this kashudra, uh, as as meaning petty, means like they're just tiny businessmen, or whether their mentalities are very tiny and but they cheat. Uh, always uh, uh, some cheating is going on. Kuta uh, karina, uh, 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 cheating. These petty merchants engaging by by uh, by cheating, uh, and uh, even when there's no emergency, anapadi, uh, uh, people will consider uh, uh, an occupation good, which is jugupsitam, which is not very nice uh, thing, but still. Every varna in traditional Vedic culture has its means of livelihood. 
uh, how you what you what you would do. Like if you're a Brahmana, you're supposed to study and you're supposed to teach, and you're supposed to uh, um, uh, perform sacrifices and, and, and rituals and things like that, and give guidance and advice. That's the brains of society, uh, and uh, people give you donations for it. They support you. Uh, kings used to give a lot, you know. Uh, but, but and you know, even in, in historical times in the West, I mean, why is the prime minister a minister? Because well, he used to be a priest, <laughs> who advised the. That was actually the situation here. That's what was supposed to happen: is the clergy, who were the ones who were educated, would then give guidance to the kings of the European kings. But that, of course, has changed uh, also. Uh, 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 but uh, that's what was supposed to happen. That's what a minister was. Uh, uh, so you each have your own occupation you're supposed to do. And there were, then there were, there were allowances in an emergency, and you can read it in the Bhagavatam, you can do this or you can do that if you're this, that's what you can do. But like a Brahmana, you can never become someone's employee. You, you, you could do some farming for yourself. And they would sometimes do that. If people donate land, they could do something like that. But you would never uh, become somebody's slave <laughs> or uh, uh, employee. Uh, that, that was uh, degraded uh, for a Brahmana anyway. Uh, all three, even the, the, the Kshatriyas, the Vaishyas, and the Brahmanas were all supposed to be self-employed some way or another. And then, uh, uh, like Ramananda Roy, you know, he was, a, Lord Chaitanya met with him. He was uh, a, a governor of a whole province, but he was considered a Shudra because he was a, 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 a public servant. Servant, he was employed by the king, and so he is a kayasta. Uh, these, these are these are the the, the kind of uh, uh, bureaucracy kind of people, who who are servants of of, of the government, governmental servants, uh, uh, and so that's you know that's what it was then. Uh, there's a uh, BBT purport which I will read here. To uh, although other occupations are available, people do not hesitate to work in coal mines, slaughterhouses, steel mills, deserts, floating oil rigs, submarines, and other equally abominable situations. As also mentioned here, businessmen will consider cheating and lying to be a perfectly respectable way to do business. That's basically advertising, you know. These are all the symptoms of the age of, of, of Kali. Um, that's what he says here. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, um, Where are we here? I forgot. 
Okay. Merchants, uh, after cheating by use of adharma, kutakarinaha, will carry out transactions. All varnas will be con all varnas will consider a despised occupation as good, even when there's no He basically says the same thing. I want to read a little bit um, from uh, a Prabhupada's purport. Uh, this is to 3910. I was reminded of this purport. Where it describes uh, in the tenth canto, uh, he's talking about material miseries uh, among the those who are not devotees. Such non-devotees engage their senses in very troublesome and extensive work. And they suffer insomnia at night because of their intelligence constantly breaking their sleep with various mental speculations. They are frustrated in all their various plans by supernatural power. The word is daiva here, which means misfortune. Uh, or good for daiva is luck, actually. <laughs> Another way time is deva, the gods, daiva. Sometimes it's just luck. Even great sages, if they are against your transcendent, if your the Lord's transcendental topics, must rotate in the material world. So Prabhupada says uh, here, uh, commenting on this, about uh, people who have no taste for devotional service, engaged in material engagements. Most of them engage during the daytime in hard physical labor. Their senses are engaged very extensively in troublesome duties in the gigantic plants of heavy industrial enterprise. The owners of such factories are engaged in finding a market for their industrial products, and the laborers are engaged in extensive production involving huge mechanical arrangements. Factory is another name for hell, <laughs> he says like that. Uh, uh, having had a summer job in a factory a few times, I can I can vouch for that. <laughs> you know, but anyway, that's the factory is another name for hell. And he goes on uh, for uh, quite some time about uh, these arrangements um, uh, of, of various material things. But we'll go on and read a little more in this uh, text number uh, uh, 36. Uh, this uh, excuse me. Servants will abandon a master who have lost who has lost his wealth, even if that master is a saintly person of exemplary character. Masters will abandon an incapacitated servant, even if that servant has been in the family for generations. Cows will be abandoned or killed when they stop giving milk. So this is a putty. Uh, yeah, can a master, a father, somebody is a pati. Uh, 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 so this, per the, oh, the, the master will be abandoned by the britya, the servants, 
uh, when he has lost his wealth or his his he he is near drava. He has no wealth, become impoverished, and you know you notice here. There's this idea of this kind of loyalty, uh, and you notice it works both ways. Uh, that there's an obligation. People have duties toward each other. They have obligations. And if I if I am a master and there there's there's uh, 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 servants, uh, I have to take care of them. And they they again. So I have duties toward people. I have these obligations. The word obligation means is is in English is pronounced by what you ought to do. Which is a word you don't hear very much anymore. It's like almost disappeared. It means it's an injunction. There are moral duties. What you ought to do this. You ought to do that. Uh, so, so here you have a situation where there are uh, uh, missions. The servants who have been in the family for generations. Uh, there's this obli- There's this mutual obligation. So, on the one hand. Uh, the, the servants, if if the the family or the master you've been serving has no more property, you know, you suffer, you stay loyal. And on the other hand, uh, 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 even if the master is akila uttama, really a good person, you know, he's not beaten you, cheated you, starved you, treated you properly all along, you secure completely secure uh, with this person and then you know uh, uh, so uh, and then Brityam who's become uh, Vipanam incapacitated uh, uh, even that that servant who's been in the family or for generations you know the old retainer <laughs> uh, that you uh, uh, even if he's incapacitated, you're supposed to take care of that person. You have obligations. Uh, uh, and here, cows, they're also, you know, family members. Uh, so they've stopped giving milk. It doesn't mean you abandon or kill them. Let them off to run. You know, you still take care of them because they've given you milk. You owe them something. Anytime you get something from somebody, you owe them. Uh, uh, you have duties. You have obligations. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the way uh, it's supposed to be. But these things in Kali Yuga, they break down these sense of duties and obligations. You know. Um, uh, uh, sometimes you know, like during World War Two. People sign up for the draft. I owe something to this country. It gave me so much I have to do. I now have a duty. This concept of duty. You know, it's such a quaint old-fashioned word now. <laughs> duty. But this was... Uh, uh, it's... it's, it's uh, what, what, uh, what you're supposed to have. Uh, the next one is a little uh, hard to understand uh, by me. But anyway... Pitri Bratri Suninshnatin Hitva Saurata Saurida Nanandri Shyala Samvada 
Tanastrayana Kalau Naraha. In Kali Yuga, men will be wretched and controlled by women. They will reject their fathers, brothers, and other relatives and friends and will instead associate with the sisters and brothers of their wives. This is what I don't really understand. What they're... Thus, the conception of friendship will be based exclusively on sexual ties. Uh, uh, one reason this is a little bit, uh, there's, there's no uh, uh, BBT purport here. Vishnu Chakravarti just gives this gloss of this word here that's here called uh, nandri, uh, uh, nanandri, the wives' sisters, uh, sister of one's wife that he says. Although the Sanskrit dictionary uh, uh, says for that same word, a husband's sister. So that's why I, not, they give a different thing. Uh, so the word the word that's used, shnatin, uh, uh, immediate relative. Uh, the word shnati means intimately acquainted or a near relationship, usually a paternal relationship. So they may be thinking of some kind of matrilineal, or I, I don't I, I don't know what the uh, what what this uh, idea is. Uh, uh, but the men will become dina, wretched, and uh, the word that's used here, straina, is effeminate. Uh, uh, and I said there, there's uh, there's no BBT purport to this one at all, and, and Vishnu Chakra just has this one-line gloss. So... Maybe later on this will become a little clearer or not, I don't know. Uh, we had time for one more. Uh, this is a short one. Uh, 38. Shudra pratigrahisyanti tapovesho pajivinaha dharma paksyat adharma gjna adhirudyotamasanam Uncultured men will accept charity uh, on behalf of the Lord and earn their livelihood by making a show of austerity and wearing a mendicant's dress. Those who know nothing about religion will mount a high seat and presume to speak on religious principles. Uh, uh, Vishnu Chakravarti person doesn't say anything. Uh, here's purport, BBT, they say the epidemic of bogus gurus, swamis, priests, and so on is explicitly described here. Yeah, so that's happened. Uh, these people, uh, pratigrahi, uh, charity, that's, again, charity is always meant for uh, spiritual people. Those are to be the objects of charity. Uh, and... Uh, uh, they're going to earn their livelihood, they say, by uh, tapa, which is translated here as shows of austerity, uh, and by just by their vesh, tapa vesha, you could take the dress of an austere person, dress like a priest. Um, Prabhupada tells the story of the cheaters and the cheated in Vrindavan, where um, 
there was this idea that that a uh, uh, in India that a man who's been celibate uh, ha has very potent um, uh, seed, a a and so the the children that will come from that will be very powerful because of of the, this tapas gives you uh, power. Uh, and and so then he says there used to be women who would come to Vrindavan uh, to seduce the sadhus there with the hopes of having a powerful son. <laughs> that was the idea. Seduce the, the sadhus, you know. And they would come with that, that way of doing it. Then what happened, men would come pretending to be sadhus. <laughs> He said, so Vrindavan went downhill, you know, partly because of <laughs> this is something Prabhupada said somewhere in a talk or a lecture or something. He mentioned this, the cheaters and the cheated. Uh, you know, you're going to cheat somebody and then you get cheated also, you know. Uh, so these women that would go there, they go to, oh, you're so, you're so, let me help you, you know, I want <laughs> Finally, the guy falls down with a woman. <laughs> so the cheaters and the cheated. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we've seen so many of the, these uh, cheaters, uh, televangelists, and so many, so many scandals uh, involving them, uh, of uh, ripping people off, making lots of money, using the prosperity gospel, uh, uh, you know, send in your money right now. And anyway, so we, we've seen a lot of that stuff here. Uh, and uh, and uh, so that's another thing. So I guess we have to stop there. Uh, uh, yeah, so next, uh, the next uh, section uh, uh, done together are text 39 and 40. And now we will open this up for discussion or comments. Um, I think I may have some insight on that 337. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've seen this, so I don't know if this is exactly what they're talking about, but I've seen this phenomenon before, even in my my mother used to complain about it, my uncle in this regard, where um, I didn't see much Uncle of means him. your mother's brother? Yes, or, yeah, huh? yeah, my mother's brother. And we didn't see much of him when I was growing up. And my, my mother used to complain that um, his wife was very masculine, I guess, in the relationship, and very much kind of um, my uncle basically became very submissive, like it was reversed mm -hmm. of what's talking mm -hmm. about here being mm -hmm. controlled by the woman. And by doing that, he didn't hang out with his friends anymore, nor his own family, but hang, but spent a lot of time with her family. Mm -hmm. and so then he became more associated with her and her, her family. family. He didn't see, yeah, and then he lost his own friends. And his own family, he didn't associate with much anymore, having been sort of controlled by his wife. Uh -huh. I've seen this too with friends of mine and even mm -hmm. um, a colleague at work, I've seen this something like this. Interesting. So I didn't, it yeah. may be. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. On the same vein, I was just also thinking is the very traditional concept of where the woman goes to the 
husband's His family, family yeah. You know? uh -huh. And if that breaks down, then, mm. you know, then the husband's mm. going to the mm. woman's family, that might be playing mm -hmm. these mm. dynamics that you're talking about. I'll just offer one more comment um, while we wait for any more questions. Um, and that's the, the verse we we're discussing about duties and obligations. And I can see why that's, you know, so many people in Kali Yuga today's day and age are very fearful of um, being submissive to anybody because of mm -hmm. this lack of obligation to be actually taking care. And we see that all over the place, exploitation and pretty much more the norm. Um, so it's it's almost hard to think about how that can be reversed and <laughs> and people can actually be taught what it means to have, you know, take care of somebody who's done some service for you or vice mm -hmm. versa. Um, but when that does happen, it's actually a very healthy relationship. I just mm -hmm. don't think many people have the experience of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, so we'll pick up again, uh, text number 39, more adventures in Kali Yuga. <laughs> Stay tuned for what happens next. <laughs> Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Shri Bhagavatam ki jai.